Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the World Series of Politics podcast, where two heavy hitters in the political, legislative, and regulatory space take swings at the curveballs thrown at the gaming sector by legislators and regulators around the world for IGV. We've got Brendan Bussman and Grant Iden stepping up to the plate to discuss the hot topics in this space from across the world. Let's play ball on another episode of the World Series of Politics. Welcome back to another World Series of Politics podcast. I'm your host, Brad Iden, along with my friend and colleague, fellow Cape Crusader, Brendan Bussman. And what an exciting show we have in store for us today. We are joined by my very good friend. And, and when I say that, I just had the opportunity to spend a little time in Texas with him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, governor Rick Perry, uh, yeah, my my favorite thing about, about the governor, I have so many great things about the governor, but... Uh, of course, Texas is the longest serving governor, but and and he uh, he he will tell you all about this. He before being a Republican, he actually used to be a Democrat, and so I've had a lot of good conversations with my my good friend, the governor, over the years. And he's come on to talk to us a little bit about sports betting. But first, Governor, thanks for being on. And how are things down in the great state of Texas today? Oh, Brand, thank you. I, I just as an aside, I tell people that um, next week I will be seventy three years old. So in three more years, when I hit 76, I will have spent half of my life as a Democrat and half of my life as a Republican. So, and, and, and I try to tell folks, I said, that's actually not such a bad thing. Uh, finding ways to, to work with people across the aisle, uh, whatever it may be, is, is, a, uh, is, is a good thing. I know there are folks out there that go, oh, you don't know, you can't ever go work with them and it's changed. And and I, I just find that to be go do the hard work. And and it is hard work to find compromise and to go sit down with people and work with them. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll just let that stay on the table here. It, it is what it is. And, um, you know, we uh, we root for our our home teams, uh, whether it's a college football team or whether it's a professional team. Uh, and, and we do it with great vigor. Uh, and, and I think that's really kind of at the heart of the, the sports betting uh, alliance as as I uh, as I looked at it as I studied uh, the 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 folks who had uh, approached me and said hey would you consider helping us and when you look at every sports team every professional sports team in in Texas I mean that's that's a, a stunning uh, number of of organizations you know you talk about the Spurs you talk about the Rockets you talk about the Cowboys you talk about the uh, the Texans, the Astros, the Rangers, and, you know, you got your hockey teams and I mean, uh, your, your football clubs and, and I mean, just some fascinating groups that have all come together. I'm positive. There's just never been that type of coming together, working together on one issue. I, you know, I've been doing this political thing since about 1984 um, so I, I, I've seen a lot of interesting efforts, uh, but this one caught my attention uh, for a lot of reasons, the least of which is not. It is abundantly clear to me that the people of the state of Texas, uh, they enjoy their, uh, their sports teams. They are fanatical about it. I'll use your word, Brandt. Uh, <laughs> Uh, in in some cases, and 
they know what they're doing. They study these teams. They know the the players. They know who's hurt. They know uh, which one's got a leg up, so to speak. And there's a lot of uh, science, if you will, uh, studying the, um, the, the sports, studying what's going on. I told someone the other day, we were just having, having a discussion about uh, this uh, effort in Texas. And, and they they were kind of like, well, why hadn't it ever passed before? And I was like, you know, um, I think the education process is, is really what's helped people understand that this is not an expansion of gambling. Uh, th- this is a, uh, this is a legalization, if you will, of an activity that's been going on for good Lord, probably centuries, if you want to really go back in time. But people are really supportive of uh, being able to do this, being able to have uh, the the knowledge that your information that you're sharing with whoever uh, you're placing this wager with is safe, it's secure, and you are going to get paid uh, if you choose right. Um, And the, the conversation I was having with this individual went down the path of, for me, I look at this, I see the people and how they uh, focus on it and what have you. It's not a lot different, if at all, from putting a wager on a stock. You know, you study the company, you study the track record of the company, you look at the uh, the uh, the global economics that's going on. I mean, people know what they're doing here, I mean, by and large. Now, I'm sure there are people that just go and say, you know what, I want to buy 10 shares of Apple because I think Apple's cool. Or I want to go place a, a $10 wager on the Cowboys because I think the Cowboys are cool. And you know, listen, that ought to be what freedom and liberty is all about, is the, you know, the message, you know, Texans are kind of all into that freedom and liberty thing, you know, whether it's the Alamo or San Jacinto or, uh, you know, you name it, uh, we kind of we kind of dig freedom and liberty in the state of Texas. So um, all of the signals on this, from my perspective, is that the vast majority of the people in the state of Texas, as they look at this and they go, should sports betting on a mobile app be legal in Texas? And you all help me if I misrepresented what the bill does, but I think that's pretty close to being right. And so Texans, um, I think the majority of Texans are out there. You know, we saw this last week that the governor uh, came out. And uh, if, you know, I, I think if there's one person in Texas who's got his pulse uh, or has got his finger on the pulse of the uh, of the people of the state. Uh, Governor Abbott would certainly be one of those. And uh, I think he's recognized that the support's out there. And the argument gets made that, well, you know, I'm not going to be for this because of this and this or this. And I, I try to I just ask, well, if the voters were smart enough to elect you 
to your job, whatever that might be, the House, the Senate, to don't you think they're smart enough to decide whether this issue should be legal in the state of Texas? And that's the reason I think it was so wise, uh, those of you that helped craft this this strategy, if you will, said we're going to do it with a constitutional amendment, which means two-thirds of the House, two-thirds of the Senate of those present and voting. And then it goes directly to the people. Doesn't even go to the governor. It goes directly to the people. And in November, the people of the state of Texas will go to their polling place and they'll vote yes or no on whether or not to allow mobile sports betting in the state of Texas to occur. Uh, My goodness. Now, that's about as democratic as you can get. So if you love freedom, if you love liberty and you kind of into that Constitution thing, yeah, I don't. I, I just think it's hard to say. No, 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 no. We're not going to give you the opportunity to decide on this. We're smarter than you, and and, and members aren't going to members aren't going to say that. But um, you know, it's it's. I, I think giving the citizens the right to decide this issue just makes abundant good sense. Yeah, you know, Governor. First and foremost, thank you again for being on here. Uh, you're our fourth guest we've had on this podcast, so so congratulations on being number four. And uh, <laughs> this sounds like my presidential run. <laughs> well, well, you know there may be another one in the future. We'll have to see. I don't know, but uh, you know, well, there, there's one coming up here. We'll see if you jump into that. Uh, I think. Want to make any I, announcements today? We I could think be, I'm yeah. done. <laughs> okay, just checking. Yeah. I just, you know. We'd really sure appreciate the exclusive to be able to get you on here to say, hey, I'm running. Uh, but knowing Aggies the way I know Aggies, chances are you probably aren't going to do that today. But, you know, one of the things we want to talk about is what makes this year different from previous years? You know, I've been down in Texas since the mid-2000s lobbying on behalf of casinos and trying to get integrated resorts. What, what makes this year so much more different and the ability to get this done that we haven't seen in previous years? Well, the biggest issue is the education that's gone on. Of course, the citizens of the state of Texas recognize that this is not an expansion of gambling. This is a regulation of an ongoing activity uh, that whether or not this passes or not is going to continue to go on. Uh, I mean, the idea that somehow or another, um, let's say that, it got blocked in the state house or it got blocked in the state Senate. Um, there's, there's still going to be, uh, mobile sports betting in the state of Texas. I mean, it just, and, and everybody knows that. And I think the point that I try to make is it's going to happen. Uh, people have been betting on sporting events since the first Christian walked into a Coliseum. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm, I don't know if it's actually a sporting event, but to those Romans in those days, it was. Uh, a, a cowboy met another cowboy from another ranch in the 1850s in some, uh, you know, northwest Texas town, and they had a bet that one of them's horse would outrun the other one's horse to the edge of town. I mean, it's just part of our nature. It's part of what we do. It's And it's okay. Um, and, and, and that's why I tell folks that, that by and large, the, the sports betting aspect of this is not, uh, you know, chance. I mean, there's 
there's there's a, a lot of uh, in in most cases a lot of uh, time and effort and knowledge has gone into making a thoughtful, educated wager here. So uh, I, I just think the public has matured. And when I say matured, I'm talking about they understand what this is. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I try to stay uh, out of other people's business uh, when it comes to whether it's, you know, the expansion of gambling with the casinos or what have you. I, I don't, I'm, I just stay out of that. I, what I'm focused on is this bill that allows for the regulation, the safekeeping of information, uh, the appropriate oversight by the state of Texas of an activity that is going on and will continue to go on uh, into, into the future. And it makes sense for the state to, to send the message to its citizens that, listen, we know this is going to occur. Here's how we're going to make sure that it's safe. And here's how we're going to make sure that your information uh, stays safe and it doesn't end up on some nefarious uh, platform uh, halfway around the world uh, because they're not regulated. No, you're you're absolutely right, Governor. You know, it's having worked on this issue across the country and even in my own home state of Michigan, you'd be surprised how many times you hear these stories of of people that have played in these regulated offshore illegal markets and they win and then they just don't get paid. Uh, yeah. Not to mention that all their private information is then up for grabs, the highest yeah. bidder. But at the end of the day, they're, they're, they can't even cash in if they actually win one of these bets. So that absolutely is the case. So, you know, you, you've got the experience, you, you, you know, the legislature better than anybody you've dealt with it. Uh, you know, why do you, how do you see this, this shaking out? I mean, assuming that, that this can go through and go to the voters, I think, I think the voters of Texas would support this. What do you think? Yeah. And, and that's, that's the, the, uh, the bottom line, so to speak, uh, from my perspective is that it would be awfully hard to tell uh, my constituent, hey, listen, you don't have a right to vote on this. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I either, for whatever reason, I don't have to give you a reason. I'm not for it. And I'm just not sure that's good politics, frankly, um, much less it's not how representative government is supposed to work. As a state rep, you and I were both state representatives back in our earlier lives. And um, I understood clearly, I worked for the people, not the other way around. Uh, when I put my hand up and said, you know, here am I, send me uh, to the legislature back in 1984, um, the deal I was making is that for $600 a month, I'm going to go to Austin, Texas, and I'm going to work for you. <laughs> and that's how it is today. Uh, so I'm very comfortable that uh, uh, the vast majority of the members of the legislature uh, totally understand that. They are public servants in the, in the clear uh, sense of the word. Um, you know, they're not doing it for any other reason than uh, it's their opportunity to serve, uh, and in this case, uh, House members, uh, senators, uh, the lieutenant governor, 
These are honorable men and women who understand how Texas um, functions. They understand the uh, the will of the people. And I think at the uh, the end of May, as we're seeing this become uh, before the the legislature, it will pass uh, both houses. And I feel comfortable that uh, once it becomes a constitutional amendment and the people of the state have a chance to look at it, uh, that it will pass. And I think it will uh, pass rather overwhelmingly. Governor, last, you know, we're closing out our session here. We fully appreciate your time. You know, one of the things that obviously is part of this process is taking this to the ballot. And, you know, you've talked about what the voters, you know, hear and and, and what, the, what that campaign looks like. You know, you've been around politics for a long time, uh, long career in Texas. What in the, what's the message that, you know, if you and Brant and I were sitting here, what's that message sitting here? We need to go tell the voters so they can get this across the finish line. What do they need to know? How do we need to go about it? And, and what out there is the best option to make sure this passes? Uh, because it's very important to have it done, you know, in the first and first shot at doing this before the voters of Texas. Well, I think it goes to the point of, that in the state of Texas, we don't want to overregulate. We don't want to overtax. Um, we don't want to overlitigate. Uh, that's kind of been our mantra for uh, the last two decades, as Texas has been the home of some of the most dynamic economic development uh, in the country over that 20 year period of time. And that's the point here with this. Texans want reasonable regulation. They want reasonable taxation. Uh, they want a, a legal system that doesn't allow for oversuing. And this piece of legislation plays right into um, two of those. One is this is thoughtful regulation so that I know that I'm being safeguarded. My money's been safeguarded. My information's been safeguarded. And that, I think, is just a powerful message. We don't want uh, the, the Wild West, so to speak. We do believe in, in the rule of law. We do believe in thoughtful regulation. We don't like overregulation. We don't like over-litigation. We don't like over-taxation. And, um, and that's the one thing we haven't talked about here as we, we finish up is this will bring in some uh, revenues to the state of Texas and some pretty substantial revenue. I think the the estimate is somewhere around a half a billion dollars uh, every biennium. And, uh, you know, as the legislature is thinking about this session, because they're, uh, they're pretty flush, uh, they've got a surplus, which is a, a nice thing to have. I've, I've served as governor with surpluses and I've served with shortfalls. And uh, surplus is better. <laughs> but the point is, they could use these dollars in, in some ways that would very could be very helpful. Uh, you know, you could cut property taxes. You could, uh, you know, could lower some other uh, taxes that are already out there. Uh, you know, you could build uh, more roads and infrastructure. I mean, there's a lot of things that government does that are good. But one of the things that government does that is good is to regulate 
the safety of its citizens. And that's what I see this piece of legislation doing, making sure that Texans uh, who choose to go wager on their mobile app know that it's safe and that it's secure. Awesome. Well, we're going to wrap up right there. Governor, it has been fantastic to have you on the show. Always good to see you. I look forward to spending some time with you in Texas uh, this legislative session. And thanks again for everyone out there for joining us on another episode of the World Series of Politics podcast with your host, Brandon Lightning and Brandon Busman. You've been listening to the World Series of Politics podcast with Brendan Bussman and Brent Iden. We'll be back on field very soon. This has been an IGB production. For the latest news, views, analysis, and data on the global gaming industry, head to iGamingBusiness.com.